When I was a wee little boy, when I first began to read comics, I bought my first two books, uh, Preludes and Knock Knock Jokes from the Harley Quinn series, and the second book I picked up was only because it had Harley on the cover with a lollipop. Today, that is our topic, The School for Wayward Nerds presents Hush. <laughs> Alright, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds. Class is now in session. Um, today's lesson is Batman Hush. Uh, I am your... I'm your host, Toby Napola. Joining me as every week is my producer, Kirstein. Hi. Uh, and our hench people, Trey and Meg. Well, that's a bit degrading. Yep. <laughs> I can't call you guests, because you're just here. Yeah. <laughs> We've now forced you to be on every episode. Yeah. yeah. Our panel of morons. Yeah. Yep. Our <laughs> students, if you will. Um, alright, let's, uh, the Hush story arc is a villain salad about a mysterious stalker with a vendetta against the bat. Uh, it's written by Jeff Loeb, with art by Jim Lee, coloured by Alex Sinclair, inked by Scott Williams. Uh, it was during Batman 608, uh, through to 19, in late 2002 and early 2003. Um, before we get into it, what's everyone's thoughts on the book? Who's read it? Good one. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. The art's Yeah, you haven't finished it. You just kind of... I flicked through the whole thing. I haven't read in detail the whole thing. But... I reread it a couple weeks ago, and then just as a refresher last night, I watched something I'd recommend to everyone called Comic Head. It's oh, a... God. <laughs> it's a... It's a guy on YouTube who um, runs through certain comic story arcs. Can, can I put a warning in here? No, there's a warning strong at the start language. of the video. Strong language. Yes, there's strong language. Um, yeah, rereading it, it's starting to lose its shine to me. Um, just, I, I don't know, something about the art, like every character looks the same. I mean, it's early Jim Lee, so he hasn't quite, he's not as good as he is now. But a lot of the characters are just like the same big muscly guy. Whether it's in a cow or it's like harsh. Yeah, I kind of actually see that just from the cover. I think that's just because the cover is like that side by side thing and it would look stupid if they had like a different just, nose. No, just, just as you're flipping through it. I mean, it's early days. Like, he went on to pretty much own new, the new 52. Like, he's come a long way. Um, what, do, what do you guys think about, about Jim Lee's art as a, in general? Now or then? Just, just in general. I like him. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have a favorite point? I, I personally find it really interesting when he just does like real quick sketches. Some of those Like a lot of the stuff you see on YouTube and that. Because I know how hard it is to do that. Mm. And like to get it, like instantly someone can go, oh, that's a gym league. Like to be able to it's do very that. very iconic, impressive. yeah. Um, what about you guys? What do you think? Probably like the best artist behind Scotty Young. Oh! Yeah. No, he's probably the best. He's definitely a standout. Like, you look at a picture and you're like, oh, that's obviously Jim Lee. Yeah, I don't even know how, but it does stand out. Mm. Um, uh, what about Jeff Loeb, the uh, author? What do you guys think of him? He uh, did The Long Halloween, Dark Victory, Haunted Gotham, all that sort of stuff. Um, 
Someone give us a quick Google, because I'm pretty sure he does a bunch of stuff for Marvel now, too. Um, I like his stuff. It's it's a hard word to spell. No, I knew, yeah. Um, yeah, I love all the long Halloween and Dark Victory books. Um, what, what, do, what do you got, Dead Body? Smallville. What? <laughs> you ask me what I know. Smallville. Okay. Um... <laughs> Done Captain on oh no, Wait, how's he spelled Jeff? Yeah, he's done Jeff. some it's Captain Joseph. America. Mm. Called Captain America White trade. Okay. I, um, I thought he was in the TV and movie game now. Um, he's he done Smallville, Lost, Commando, Teen Wolf, Heroes, um, who works a lot with Marvel Television. He's worked on characters such as Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Hulk, Captain America, Cable, Iron Man, Daredevil, Supergirl, The Avengers, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's worked for Active Image, Aspen MLT, Awesome, Dark Horse Comics, DC Comics, Harris Comics, Image Comics, and Marvel Comics. He's got a, um, he's got a big list. That must be a sweet resume to read. He's the head of Marvel Television. Ah, like yeah, your, yeah. your Netflix and then your agents. I knew I'd seen his name stuff. popping up again recently. Um, yeah. All right, let's, uh, yeah, what you got? Oh, no, you probably, it's Look, uh, I, I know about the whole Sam thing because that's what the Nova Kid's named after. Yeah. Um, Google that in your own time, everybody, because this is going to be a big fucking episode already. Um, alright, let's, uh, let's get into the plot here. Um, we start at the beginning, you know, the, the beginning. Um, you see the movie theatre, the alley, the gunshot, the vow the kid makes, you know, all that. Yeah, can't start without that. But, it's probably good that it's in there, because it's a good starting book. Oh, without a doubt, it's one of my first books. I said that in the intro, um, it's one of the first two trades I ever bought. Purely because it has Harley on the front. Well, I, did, I didn't know any other characters at the time. Like, I played Arkham Asylum, and that's fine. And I googled who Harley was, watched Mad Love, and then bought Hush and the first Harley trade. And it's a great book to start on, because yeah, there's just like a fucking like million villains in it. You get a bit of a taste of everything. You sort of decide what's worth. Yeah, it's definitely good as a beginning book. Is this how you found out about Huntress? Um, I think it was... It was the first Huntress thing we showed her. Yeah. But we told her about it. Yeah. Um, alright, so the beginning of the actual story, um, it's a Batman rescuing a boy hostage from a, like, a big shipping container. Um, it's a good rendition of how meticulous and prepared Batman is. Um, like, he knows exactly how long he has. He, like, he dispatches, like, every henchman like it's nothing. He interrogates the last one just with ease. It just it shows him doing his thing. He's an actual detective. Yeah, you get you, like like I said, it's a good sample of Batman. Mm. Yeah. Um, he easily gets the boy's location and you know tracks him down. But um, in the panel, Trey's got it right here. He's very like Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I was, I was very looking at his chin. I was like. He's fucking, he's fucking bulky as in that big splash panel. Mm. I think as you go on, it starts to like find its own thing. Like if you look at him at the end, he's not that bulking at all. You know? But in that section, he needs <coughs> to be big. Yeah. Like he needs to emote fear. He's got to go up against Croc. 
Like, yeah, pretty much tells a child to shut up, which is good. Yeah, um, he, he thinks to himself in, in like a, I like this kind of him thinking about what he's doing because there's, there's a few short thoughts he has to himself about how Superman would comfort the child and actually, you know, be nice. the kid. Yeah, um, they're about to get off the boat and they see Killer Croc in the very lizard version. He's, he's mutated on purpose in this one to use him, but I've... The second he has a tail or a snout, it's just it's the lizard at that point. It's not it's not killer. Well, he doesn't have the yet. tail in this, does he? I'm not sure. He, he doesn't. He's only got the funny head, but that's because of yeah. mutating him. But because this story is like the main <laughs> Batman continuity, that's kind of why he was like that for a while. Yeah, that is true. It takes place right in the middle of like the Batman issues, which is weird because it's a very detective-heavy, like who's behind all this kind of thing. I'm surprised it's not a detective. Yeah, but it's oh, really it's good, so it's not detective, it's Batman. I was going to say, it's got a lot of villains, so it's Batman. Your blood will fill my belly. <laughs> um, yeah. Great Croc. Yeah, he, he, Croc shows up, he's the guy holding the kid hostage, which is weird and out of character for him. They fight for a bit, and the money from the ransom has been stolen, like mid-fight. Um, once he is contained, the FBI show up right on time to save the day. Um... Bruce realizes the money's gone, and he pretty much puts on detective mode. Yeah. Like from the Arkham games, and he spots Catwoman pissing off. Uh, the chase ensues. Batman is questioning the motives of the rogue so far. Um, Selena's way too egotistical to pinch someone else's take. She's more about jewels than money anyway. Um, not to mention Croc being way too dumb to orchestrate a big kidnapping like this, like some billionaire's kid. Um, in the middle of a swing across an alley, his rope is suddenly cut. Which is, it kind of reminded me of um, Under the Red Hood movie. Yeah, well, that actually hadn't... It hadn't happened yet, but... after. Yeah. They're very close together, these two stories. Yeah, as I was rereading it, I was starting to think that there's a lot of this in that movie. I'm pretty sure it's five or six issues after they mm. do it. Yeah, um, yeah, his rope's cut, he drops his long arm, like this big fall, lands pretty much head first into Crime Alley. Um, Oracle panics and she's like pretty much calls out to anyone who's on their line because all these homeless dudes are like, oh sweet, we can loot his corpse. Get a, get, well, get a fucking cow. Yeah. He should be. Um, yeah, the only person close enough to help out is Huntress. Uh, meanwhile, we see Catwoman hand over the take to the woman controlling her choices at the moment. Uh, turns out it's not just men and plants Poison Ivy can control. Um, if you thought she was the mastermind behind all this, though, grow the fuck up. We're, we're like, barely two issues into this year-long story. Um, she gives half of the take to some random, uh, you know, the real mastermind here. Um, and our girl in purple pounds the ever-loving shit out of a bunch of homeless dudes. Those are great Thank pages. You. There's a lot of arts in it. It's a Schumacher film all over again. <laughs> but she's not like a weird little man. Yeah. It's not homoerotic. Um, what what? I was saying in the last episode, like they do lots of cool shit with her. There's just not enough. Yeah, there's not a lot. Because those pages of her beating everyone up is cool. Mm. Um, yeah, once she beats them up, we see one of the shittier Batmobiles show up. Um, it's just a it's just a Lambo with some fins, you know. Um, I always find that a Batmobile should be really like unique and fucking cool. Stylized. 
Yeah, anytime it's just a real car with just some fins, it pisses me off. Yeah. If you've read Detective Issue 800 or 600, one of the two, um, it's just a, it's literally just a Dodge Viper with fins. I hate that. But they make up for it later in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, high above all this shit going down, we see our first image of the man in the trench coat, head covered in bandages, just watching. Um, being mysterious and probably evil. Well, we don't know that. We don't know, but he's, he's just standing you know, on a rooftop. Just sinister looking man. Yeah. Um, Alright, once back in the cave, Alfred finds Bruce's skull fractured and he desperately needs medical attention far beyond Pennyworth's abilities. Um, he gets a hold of Bruce's childhood friend and wonder surgeon Thomas Elliot, um, while the rest of the Bat family stage a big old car crash to explain Bruce's injuries. Mm. Which I kind of want to see. I want to see the panel of like fucking like Robin and maybe well, Huntress just like pushing a car off a cliff. Yeah, because they said that Dick will just go and wreck the car. Yeah. I like the idea of him just in the dead of March put rolling a car off the edge of a cliff. That's also cool that he does, like, Morris code to Alfred to tell him that he wants Thomas Elliot to do mm. it. But yeah. Yeah, it comes up again later in a good way. Um, yeah, after, like, while the surgery and stuff's going on, we see a few flashbacks of them together as kids. Um... One night, Tommy shows up saying his parents have been in a, like, horrific car accident. Um, Thomas Wayne's like, oh shit, I'll do whatever I can to save them, you know. Um, unfortunately, he can only save the mother. Um, Elliot, like, snaps at Bruce and is just, like, fucking so mad that his dad couldn't save his. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after Bruce has, you know, recovered, he puts the K back on and questions Croc about, you know, what the fuck. He's in prison, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's with Amanda Waller. Um, he doesn't give up jack shit, manages to get out of his enclosure, then throws some guards of Batman aside. Um, he shouts as he escapes about how he's going to go get his money that he was promised. Um, as you can imagine, Batman had put a tracking device on him at some point. Um, he gets into the Batmobile and begins following the signal when suddenly the tire is blown out and literally off. Um, by a clearly, like, overpowered sniper round who knows exactly how to take down the Batmobile. Um. Yeah, because he goes through... Like how the tires... It's like full of jelly or something? Yeah. Like it's impossible to pop them. Mm. Um, it, the Batmobile like flips, smashes, falls off, off a bridge. bridge. Yeah, he just crawls out like it's nothing and tells Oracle to, to keep that tracker on Croc, like keep an eye on him. Um, only someone with serious knowledge because know how to destroy the car's tires like that. Which, um, the only other person to fuck with the tires is Jason Todd. Well, given what before I was saying, there's all references to Under the Hood. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, there's The Lost Days, which is like the six-issue miniseries of before he goes to Gotham in Under the Hood. Yeah, I know. In that, he also knows a way to blow up the Batmobile, but he doesn't go through with it because then Bruce would never know it's him. Well, I figure, like, the Robins understand the mechanics and everything to it like particularly they have to just because they're well yeah but like dick is a car guy um you know jason pop tires beforehand like How it's funny. not like they're not car guys like i can imagine like you're the new Robin, Tim. This is the Batcave. Here's the Batmobile now. Look, if you ever want to pop the tyres, you've got to get these bullets right it down. 
Like, no, well, they'd be like, well, why don't they blow out when we get shot at? Yeah. And he'd be like, well, because it's full of gel. Like, yeah, like I can they, see they how have that to would be a conversation. It. Yeah. And, like, explaining, like, that someone can because then if it ever does happen, Robin's more helpful to track it and shit. And, like, um, because that's one of Nightwing's, I don't know, big selling things is that his suit is made out of a particular fabric, um, which obviously you're not just going to go into Spotlight and be like, hey, I need such and such. Like, obviously Bruce is going to be like, well, I tested a few things. Maybe this one's a bit better. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, um, yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, Croc, who I refuse to call Waylon Jones when he looks like this. So, uh, what's what's the lizard's name? Fucking... Gosh, I know this. <laughs> Dr. Man. Connors? Kurt Connors, Connors, yeah. I was getting confused with Manbat. Um... Yeah, he goes to where Ivy's holed up, looking for his money. As he sh- as he you know approaches, he spots Catwoman inside, you know poking around, being Catwoman. Um, apparently, he was warned that she'd steal the fucking money, and he like pounces on it. She's like, "Oh, it wasn't me. I was told the same shit. We're being set up." And he's about to fucking bite her face off. And then Batman ropes him up and just kind of like yanks him off into. He the shoots wall. him out the window. Yeah, he yeah, just like grapple guns him away. Which. Oh, uh, you know, they kind of do it in Arkham Origins, but I was just thinking I'd love to have that gadget in the Arkham games, just like zipline a dude just into a fucking wall. Um, yeah, well, he, he goes to question Croc about how everyone involved in this has been screwed over by someone. Um, once again, the fucking FBI show up right in the nick of time to reclaim him, and he's taken away. Um, once again, we see the same mystery dude watching the scene wrap up. Um, once Batman's well, he's finished, always weird shit, isn't he? Yeah, he quotes Aristotle a lot. It's um, it's weird in this book. There's so much of Hush's mythology that doesn't show up yet. Yeah, because he's actually not in it that much. Mm. Um, it's he's later on in my notes, but almost all the good Hush mythology comes from fucking Paul well, Dini. Meg like, even just pointed that out. Like, I know we're going to get to it later, but mm. in that actual panel where you're saying he's watching, he's standing next to a big R. Yeah, there's there's clues throughout about Jason. Oh, it actually says Robin. I thought Meg Robin's. meant the logo. It literally says Robin. <laughs> um, Red Robin. Yeah, um, Batman finishes up looking for clues around the greenhouse to where Ivy's gone. Uh, he doesn't find Jack shit, but Catwoman finds him. And she tells him that Ivy's skipped town and gone to Metropolis. Um, and she wants to come along, because no one fucking mind controls me. I swear to God, I'll kick your ass. Um, yeah, she, she grabs Batman on the tit, which, which is just like a panel that looks kind of weird. Um, and says that he saved her from Croc and some help along on this cape is the least she can do to repay him. Um, then they tongue bang. You saved That face me. pussy. Yeah, get that face pussy. Um, it's that, the, it, everyone's seen it. It's that iconic Jim Lee Batwoman, the Batman Catwoman kiss. Good. Yeah, I have the statue in the other room. And then we get one of the coolest, like, covers. <laughs> the covers in this are fucking cool. Yeah. Um, what is it? The one at the end that's like folds out and it's like all the villains that are so. in the yeah. storyline. It's in the back of the tread. Um. All right. 
ladies and gentlemen, we have now arrived in Metropolis. We are. Yep. Bruce is there under the ploy that he's checking up on one of his businesses, the Daily Planet, which, um... What, what, what's Jack, the can he just brought it to piss Clark that's off? A, that's literally in my notes. I bet, I bet without a doubt he done that as a power thing. Um, he bumps into Tommy Elliott while at the airport. Um, they take a cab together and chat for a bit. He's like, oh, how, how are you doing? You should be taking it easy. You got a, you got fucking like a hole in your skull. You should like, just relax, buddy. And he's like, no, nah, I'm Batman. He doesn't really tell him, but he's not taking care of himself. Then we get another flashback, even crappy first Green Lanterns in yep, this book. Yep, Alan Scott Green Lantern. Um, Elliot says to take it easy before they part ways. Um, Bruce pulls up at the Daily Planet. Um, we see Lo- Lois flirting hard for Bruce in front of Kent, which is fucking great. Yeah, because they're, like, together. No, no, she's trying to get, like... Well, he's clearly there for a reason. She wants a story out of it. She's like, I'll get his attention. And fucking Clark Kent's all cuckolded in the corner. He's just reaching over the little I'll loop, use like my womanly wiles to get a story. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and it also just kind of puts Batman on his on Superman's radar here. Like, he's clearly in Metropolis and he's up to some shit. And poking around. Um, which I think he does in case he needs help, but it totally backfires on him later, obviously. Um... We get to LexCorp, so Batman can talk to the current CEO of the company. Who is it, Track? Um, Talia, what the fuck? Yes. Why? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that he has to liquidate his his businesses when he becomes president. Yeah, like you normally would, but <laughs> why did she get the job? I have no idea. I haven't read the issues that lead up to that. Well, that's the thing. This you're, you're right. This is pretty thick in the middle of continuity as it happens. Yeah, he wants to find out about a chemical getting bought known as ethylene. I think it was in um, it was in Ivy's lipstick that she used on Catwoman. Um, she, yeah, she she's looking. Well, Batman's looking for this chemical, and Talia's like a media like something's different about you because he's got a different lady. Oh, she can smell it on him. We should have stayed away from Talia. We saved us a lot of heartache. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Damn you, shit. Damn Catwoman contacts him while he's there that she's found Ivy. Um, she wants to go in first. She tries to pretend that she's still mind-controlled. And Ivy ain't buying that shit, and she, like, proceeds to kick the fuck out of her. Um, Catwoman's about to be choked out by, like, some vines. Batarang fucking comes in and cuts the plant loose. Ivy sees Catwoman has brought her man along. Um, so did she. The building suddenly torn in half and just crumbled into dust. And Bruce sees Ivy snuggled up to a vine-covered Superman. That's pretty, like, full-on of Ivy. Yeah. She should just do that shit more often. Mm. Like, I, I, like, I like when Ivy is used to, like... Full extent. Yeah. She's not just like, oh, look, a potted plant, I'll hang out. Like, she's a fucking... Like, the green literally contacts her. It's like, wow, you're a fucking powerhouse. We need you. Yeah. yeah they already have Swamp Thing, but they're like, uh, he's not as hot. He's a big sludge man. Um, some people might be into that, too. Some people are into sludge Holy wilds! <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, Catwoman gets loose from the remains of the floor they were on, and both of them leap into the harbour. Um... Hours just laser vision just just demolishes exactly where they were standing a second prior. 
Um, Batman thinks he's prepared to stop Superman. He doesn't seem confident, but he's like, I'll, I, I think I'm ready for this. Um, they use those insanely impossible breathing things in all fiction that allows you to breathe underwater, which we just saw in Grimsby yesterday. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in Star Wars Episode One. Uh, those yeah. things fucking pop up everywhere. They're in Suicide Squad, so they're they're yeah, in a no. bunch of bad movies in Grimsby. How fucking dare Star Wars use some made-up invention <laughs> to breathe underwater? That's not realistic. Get the fuck out of here, Star Wars. <laughs> Dickhead Toby. Um, yeah, so they've got those funny breathing things. Um, they get into the lead-lined sewers of Metropolis. Batman quickly just starts, like, unpacking his belt and setting shit up for it. Um... Catwoman, oh, he's yeah, he's with Catwoman. He pulls out his kryptonite ring, and she know like she tells, she gets told her part of the plan, and she fucking pisses off to go do that. Uh, Superman then smashes his way into the pipe, and Batman just immediately swings a big old punch into him. Um, he just like pummels him over and over again, shouting that he's cut the gas pipeline, and if he uses his laser vision, he's just going to tear apart the building above him, which is, of course, Daily Planet, as it always fucking is. It's the only building in Metropolis, except for that big L-shaped LexCorp one. Um, There's only two. Yep, only two buildings in Metropolis, which is literally named after Big City. Um, yeah, so they, they, they fight a bit. Batman ducks away and Superman misses a punch, hitting a fuse box and getting electrocuted. Oh, Batman, as, as Batman pisses off, he's like, a lot about the gas pipe. <laughs> but she never had to tell him. Like, it's but, um, just a dick thing to say. I can't find the part right now. Yeah. But um, this is why everyone needs to read this book. Everyone's like, oh, Batman... Versus Superman's a fucking stupid movie because Superman would have just killed Batman easily. And, like, in this, his little thought bubbles are saying, like, even though he's mind-controlled, I know he's not going to kill me because deep down he's a good person. And deep down I am not. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he's, he will beat the shit out of me, but he's not going to kill me. He's going to fight a lot but more honourable. Especially in Batman versus Superman, because not that it's a good movie anyway, but like the reason he's trying to kill Bruce is because to save his mum. Yeah. But even in that, like, because Superman's the little Boy Scout bitch, you'd know that deep down it'd be like, my mum wouldn't want me to kill this man just to save her. He's one helping an old lady cross the street away from a fucking halo. Like, he's. That's just who he is. Yeah, like, yeah. but in this, at least, they give a decent explanation of why Batman doesn't yeah. give a shit to take him on. Yeah. Because um, he's not going to do anything. Yeah, Batman escapes through the hole that Superman punched in. Um, and he just, like, rockets after him, picking up a car, and he's just about to crack him with it like it's a baseball bat. And uh, Batman just points, and Superman looks over and just sees Catwoman throwing Lois Lane off a fucking building. Yeah, that pretty much snaps him out of it and his reflexes kick in. Um, he saves Lois and he's just kind of like, that was dirty, but all right, I good. Now, now now, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they talk a bit. They talk about the lipstick Ivy's using being way more strong and expensive to produce than anything she could have done before on her own. Um, and then Clark's like, I can think of someone she won't fucking open mouth tongue kiss. And wouldn't you know it? Crypto the Super Dog shows up. Yay! Doggo! We got us a doggo. Everybody's in this book. Fuck, man. Alan Scott, Crypto. Like, that's what I'm saying. It is a fucking plethora of characters. It's such a good book to pick up. If you've. 
if you're watching Big Bang Theory and you don't read and you suck and you want to fix yourself, this is a, this is a, this is a really good spot to start. Everyone's got to start something. Yeah, it's a good starting point. That's why we're here. We're here to teach people to be better at nerding. Mainly me. Teach all yeah. two listeners that are you. Yeah. I'm sure I can help you mum down. Mum will download it. She just won't listen to it. She won't know how to download it. I'll help her download it. Um, yeah, he shows up, or Crypto shows up, scares Cat- Ivy. She turns around and just gets fucking king hit by Catwoman. Um, you know, she gets apprehended with the Metropolis visit at an end. Um, we once again see our trench coat mummy hanging out. Um, and that's the end of that issue. Yeah, yeah. He is everywhere, this trench coat mum. Now we get to the worst issue. It's a little bit out of place, this one. But it's the other one I no, actually are in single like, issue. like things actually happen at the end that matter. Oh yeah, you're right. But it's just... Joker looks funny. He's the only character that yeah. doesn't look great in this book. You're right, all that stuff about everyone looking the same, I completely forgot about it. Fucking weird and pointy the Joker is. Alright, so back home safe and sound. Uh, Bruce takes a night of breathing room from this investigation to go to the opera because he's a big sissy boy. That doesn't sound like that, that, that doesn't sound like fun. Keep up an appearance. Yeah, you gotta look like a douche. Like almost every, you know, story arc, mm-hmm. he's either gotta go to a gala or a always opera do or a, he's gotta have a nighttime event. I like it. Um. In the year one, how he's got the prostitute with him, when Gordon comes to question him about who Batman is, and like as Gordon leaves, she's like, "This is dumb. We're not gonna have sex. Can I go now?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck off." And she's like, "I don't like drinking apple juice out of a champagne glass." He's like, "Look, I don't need you. You can leave now." Yeah, but he has to have that (laughs) excuse. You got to have a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's invited along his buddy Tommy Elliot as a thank you. Leslie Tompkins, who I'm surprised wasn't involved in the surgery at the start, but you know she shows up later because everyone has has an appearance in this fucking book. I'm surprised Batmite's not in it. Thank fuck, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, and his date for the night is uh, Selena Kyle. His chemistry with Selena isn't really there because she loves Batman, and you know doesn't know that they're the same person yet. What does she even do? Normally, uh, she's not Catwoman. Well, she starts off as the prostitute, just kind of works her way up to just being like a glamorous lady. Yeah, because in Cash, she's like she's at fancy parties and she, stuff. She's, she's the opposite to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Just very rich, and but uses it all towards like helping animals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But it's all like money that she's stolen in the Catwoman outfit, you know, and taking it back to. She's just putting it into something because she doesn't necessarily need the money. It's just the thrill for her. So she's like, "Fuck it, put it towards saving the lions." And I think that's somewhat why Bruce appreciates her a little bit. She doesn't kill. She doesn't hurt anybody, and, and all the money not, ends up going to a fucking charity it, anyway. It's like a Robin Hood. Thing. He's like, I can kind of overlook it because she's trying to do good. They touch on so it good in the Telltale Batman. When, yeah. we're, when we're in her apartment, it's like a shitty little apartment she's eating, like like food poisoning, bad quality Chinese food. And he's like, she's stealing billions of dollars of diamonds. What the fuck is she doing? Yeah. Um, oh, I've lost my place here. Um, yeah, okay, so they've got a weird love triangle going on, like he had with Chase Meridian in the 1995 film Batman Forever. 
Oh, I'm not going to not mention that in an episode. Um, Have I written a review on that one yet? I don't know. I cannot fucking wait for that episode. Um, (laughs) The clown performing on the stage is shit. They all comment on how it's bad. Very shit. Uh oh. Um, And the reason for that is because it's not a performer, it's Harley Quinn. She tears out of the big fat clown costume and begins waving her big ass revolver around. Yeah, I like her giant novelty sized guns because there's something so fucking weird about it. Like, it's cartoonish and very scary to have a big gun like that waved in your face. Which is something you don't see in current Harley anymore, but like the weird, big, childish, but also super dangerous and terrifying. But you don't that's get any of that. When I think anymore. of Harley, I just think of a sugar high. Because mm. she's very, like, over exaggerated and very, like, she's such a small person, like, physically, that she has to throw her arms out to just be Just overcompensate yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, she tears out of the costume, uh, and um, <clears throat> all the orchestra, which which I find weird, put on these um, black and red masks, and, you know, like, it's pretty much just a heist at that point, um, which is weird, because she hired a bunch of goons that know orchestral music. I think or, or she hired a bunch of orchestral musicians that have guns. You can only pick on a band gig so many times. Before he starts firing AK-47 at old rich people. AK-47's a fuck. Okay, um, yeah, she Uh, she jumps around on... Every time you say that, I think of, um, Cottonmouth, like, in his nice piano scenes in Luke Cage. Um, yeah, she's jumping around on these big springs on her feet, which is, like, one of those weird novelty things that she's always about. Um... She vaguely recognises Bruce Wayne for being, like, the fancy billionaire, and she vaguely recognises Selena. She's like, I know you from somewhere. And she's like, no, fuck off. Nope. Um, she points the gun at Tommy and takes the necklace he's wearing. It's like a big emerald ring, and it was his, it was his mum's. He's always got it. Yeah. Um, it appears a couple times in the Arkham games here and there, but, you, you know, it's just a, it's a yeah. green circle on a street. Why don't you just hit her if he's so good? Um, um, yeah, he just, like, gets fucking real mad at her, and she, she pretty much jumps away and fires at the deck that they're on, and everyone ducks. Um, Wesley and Selena, they're, they're, like, sort of, co- like, covering themselves, and Catwoman's like, oh, Bruce Wayne's fucking ran away like a big pussy. Um, and Leslie knows who she is, and she's like, dude, fuck it, just suit up. I know you've, you've always got that suit with you. Just do something. And she's yeah. like, yeah, right, I'll be fine up here on my own. Just fucking kick some heads. And she goes, okay. Okay, old lady, I'll do what you said. Um, I'll kick some heads in for you, old lady. Yeah, and, 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 and... Doesn't even question, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, you sure? You don't want me to take you somewhere so you're really safe? But... I'm just going to leave a 60-year-old woman here in gunfire. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and Tommy Allard's also pissed off. He's like, I'm going to go get my fucking necklace back. I don't give a fuck. Leslie would probably also be like, oh, Bruce has gone, I'm fine. Has Leslie been? Oh, yeah, I'm safe now, but that fucking idiot's gone. No, she she knows who he is, doesn't she? Yeah, but she hates his ass because she's like, you are so good. You could be a surgeon. You could use all this money for anything. You're just going around kicking homeless people. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, she's angry. Has she even appeared in a movie yet? I don't think so. Fuck, she's such a good character. I don't know why. 
She needs to appear once. Just do some stitches and say, like, like, oh, Batman's a dumb idea. Um, yeah, so Batman glides down to the stage at Harley. Um, oh, this is Harley Quinn, not to be confused with the 2011 onwards character Harley Quinn, who is awful and not visually or characteristically interesting. Um, the Bat takes down, you know, he takes all the goons to Pound Town. Oh. Well, and then, like, races after her. She drops a bunch of those sandbags that are always in um, stages that I don't understand. Okay. They hold, you use them to change props and that. Yeah, okay. Well, they all fall on his already tender head. And he's kind of like dazed and concussed and shit. Um, the oversized barrel of Quinn's gun just presses into his head. And she's like, I should just abandon this plan that I'm a part of and just blow your fucking head off now. Um, oh, how, how far in are we, buddy? Okay. <laughs> no, it's probably like forty-seven. All right, cool. Um, but look up in the up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Catwoman's boot coming right down on Harley's fucking head. And then she cuts her ear thing off. Yeah, it looks. Weird. I like Jim Lee's version of Harley. I like the ears being kind of floppy. Yeah, they don't make sense yeah. if they stand. Because they're often done really perky. I like her like kind of baggy ones. They kind of remind me of like a bobblehead. I can imagine her doing like some intense gym shit and just like slaps her in the face and then she falls <laughs> off a bridge and then we're all At cured. one point in the animated series, it's really subtle, but she like turns her head talking to Joker and it like lodges in his eye and he just kind of like, just looks like he wants to hit her. Um, yeah, so them two fight. They chase each other around the stage. <laughs> um, what's wrong, buddy? What'd you do? So, because we were questioning um, Leslie. Leslie B and stuff, mm-hmm. um, so I looked up, she's in TAS, she's referenced in Arkham City, uh-huh. where you just have like a list yeah, yeah. Thompson Medical Center. I think it's a riddle. She's in Gotham. Um, I recognise this lady. I know, Leslie is like 60 year old woman, great hair, everything. This is like maybe a 21 year old. Yeah, but this show's meant to be in the past. I know! Yeah, but she should be the same age as Alfred, and she's already half his age. Oh no. But don't worry, they'll kick 20 years on where, like they did with Poison Ivy for no fucking reason. Don't worry, no one in that show is good. And she's not. (laughs) Tompkins in this. She's married. Look, I don't know. She's Lee Calvi. Gotham doesn't count. That's going to be a bummer episode for us to do. We're gonna have a Let's lot not of shit. Okay. Maybe about four of us sit out that episode. Yeah, we'll just make sh- we'll make our previous guest Sean do it himself. Okay. Um. So they fight a little bit. Um. Catwoman gets dropped off the top of the set. Batman catches her. Um. All the dumbass crowd people applaud because they think it's a fucking oh, this is such a good performance. That cliche that's in everything. <laughs> Big eye roll from Kaya there. Um. Selena's like, don't fucking save me. You gotta go. You gotta go after the enemy, and because, she pretty much passes out there and then. Because Tommy's um, going after Harley for his mess. Yeah. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn's running backstage and is stopped by Tommy, wanting back what she stole. She kicks him right in the balls and keeps on going. <laughs> Batman kicks open the stage exit door after Harley, like after putting Catwoman presumably somewhere. Um, just lays her out on the stage. He, he gets out into the fucking alley and just a big gunshot rings out in the night. He finds Tommy Elliot plugged in the chest with Joker standing over the corpse. Um, Funny what a big and exciting cliffhanger for us, dude. But this book is so dense and full of story, I couldn't break it down into a single episode. 
I'd rather two short ones than one three-hour fucking episode, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, some of the questions I had written down that, that you, that Trey, um, had ready for this episode. What? Well, this is ages ago, I still had him saved. Um, what if Ivy was stronger than Batman thought and Superman did not save Lois? Was one of your questions. <laughs> just because Superman's a bitch doesn't mean Batman knew how good her shit was. Because like he said, like, she's normally not that powerful. Mm. He doesn't know the limit at this point. Yeah, but that's why he made Catwoman throw her, not him. One of the other questions was, why the fuck is Crypto in this? Because why not? You asked the same thing about Alan Scott Green Lantern? Because why not? Why isn't Ace in it? I know! I like that he shows up as just a standard-ass dog in Batman Beyond, though. Ace Bat Dog's great. Ace the Bat Hound. Jesus. What the fuck? Hound Dog. Same face. (laughs) Alright, um, let's get into this week's homework question. Um, what character did you want to see in the Bruce Tim animated world? Um, you know, all the Batman cartoons, Justice League, but never got to see. That's true, he does do the CGI Green Lantern too. I don't know if that's in the same thing, but... He does it! Um, yeah, what character would you have liked to have seen at some point in that world? Uh, let's start with Mick. seen all of them so I'm not really sure who's oh yeah I remember we went through that Zaz would be cool oh man I'd be very hard to do it that would be a fucking crazy episode it'd be hard to do even if they just put him as a cameo somewhere but that's the hardest thing about this question the only people that really aren't in anything other than like really fucked up ones they need to just go fuck it nowadays it's adults. The All the people who watch that as children are old enough up. now. Let's get a Netflix series of it and just do all the yeah, fucked up characters. Still the do Humpty Dumpty and stuff. I don't think they do? you could put it out as a Netflix. No, just the exact same. Some sort of Warner Brothers show. No, it would, it would have to go out as a DVD. <coughs> yeah, just because I'll take I you. don't think Warner Brothers would let something... Like, on yep. Netflix, anyone has access. No, maybe maybe the CW can have it. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Oh, have man, Arrow shows up. Have they done Calendar Man? Oh, I don't know, Kaya. I'm have sorry. they done Calendar have Man? They? No. Meg's no, only watched, like, half a season right. one because we're lazy. There's, in season four, there's an episode called Mean Seasons. Sorry. Which, yes, I, which I really girl. love. Yeah, and that's about a calendar girl. Which is why I can't be calling me. Look, I'm we, sorry. We'll, we'll get to calendar man. Okay. You can talk dumb. more about she's, it. She picked Zaz. You're fine. I picked Zaz. It's, um, it's all good. So, in this episode, there's like this crazy hot pinup model from like yesteryear. And she ends up getting replaced by the car company. She's a spokesperson of the, I think, the clothing line and one other thing, I forget. And, um,. She's like still pretty, but she's just old. she just hates herself so much. She wears the mask and she's like such a sarcastic, horrible bitch to everyone. It's so she's good of an episode. Really Batman old. fights a T Rex. Yay! Oh! Um, so, Kaya, what was your answer to the homework question? Sorry. I said calendar, man. It's alright. Meg just segued it really good and then I interrupted. Yeah. Meg was just flowing through, keeping. Everyone's stealing my shit! Alright, tell us about why you would like Calendar Man in the animated series. Um, because I think it would make for like a really good... Which version? 
do you want the real flamboyant one with the cape, or do you want the fucking creepy ass dude who looks like a pedophile has a short one leg shorter than the other and the fucking branding across his head? That one. I want a little bit of both. Like, I oh think man, they really take off like, the fucking helmet and it's just scarred across his head. But that's like, it would make her look good, like, at a Christmas episode or oh, yeah, like, it's I want it to be holiday a holiday themed episode. Hmm. And him just being like, over the top, really like, dancing around. And then, when they finally like, work out, oh it's that dude, then he turns into that really dark, like, they get to like Halloween or so like, like a dark if, holiday. If it's just... a Halloween one, it'll be like him sending out bombs for trick or treat and all stuff like that. And when they're like, oh, it must be that dude. He turns around and he's like, it was. This is what I did and how I did it. And now I'm going to do it to you. Um, all right. Uh, my answer for the question was Peyton Riley, the ventriloquist. Just as a single episode appearance. Oh, one's Which one's that? The blonde chick. Yeah, because normal one's in it. Alright, so yeah. they, they can't do the whole thing of her mobster husband being paranoid about her and shooting her in the head. Yeah. That seems a little harsh, alright? So they could just leave. I was overthinking this at work, alright? The episode I want to see, I don't have an ending for yet. But if, if I finish it, it becomes fan fiction. And I'm not a part of that. So, fan fiction's great. So, like, um, we we start with, like, a building. Um, Batman fights the normal ventriloquist in it, arrests him, drags him away, and he's, like, crying and screaming. The doll's still lying there as he gets dragged away. You know? Because, like, he fucking panics without that doll. Mm-hmm. All right. In the same shitty hotel, for some reason, the mobster gets in the fight with the girl. Maybe she falls off a balcony or something, lands on her head. Just something to make her crazy. You know? She finds the doll. The doll says, help me and I'll save you. Mm. You know, something weird. And then we just see her, like, tear it up with the ventriloquist dummy. We get Arnold in Arkham seen on the news being like, what the fuck? She's stolen Scarface. And he's got to break out, fucking take a kick ass and take names. And he's got a fucking steal that doll back. One and they could quote Crash Bandicoot 3. Why? When he's like, I've got a mask with me. Oh. Like, I have my own We'll doll. see which one is more powerful soon enough. Yeah, and like, I just want to see that episode. Batman barely in it, but that weird little bald nerd fucking just enraged and just kill Billy his way across Gotham City trying to steal his best friend back. Feel sorry for Arnold. Oh man, he doesn't get enough play. I fucking love the ventriloquist. But I want that episode. Guy in Arkham, they're like, we kind of have to give him something because he literally loses it Mm. without the dummy. All the ventriloquist episodes in the animated series are really good, and I just that's just me wanting one more and just having an excuse to have one more. Um, uh, Trey, I was thinking of um. Old Preston Payne, that weird clay face that looks like <laughs> the Space Smith. Yeah. But then I remembered that his kind of thing, apart from clay facey shit, is he touches people and they just melt. Yeah, I don't know if they can do that. Yes, yeah, so then I thought. It's oh, so hard to pick that. cool characters that aren't too fucked up for a children's no, That's just... why they're not in it. Yeah, I know, but they're the ones I want to see now. I, I know how to do that. 
Turns out he's in a wax museum. He's just melting people Ooh. and like, oh great, a vandal is just harassing wax people. <laughs> then when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what, I would kill him off. I want to see the Arkham Knight in the cartoony <laughs> way. <laughs> Fuck me, <laughs> Jason Todd in that version. I've actually just found someone that's done like some fan art. Give us a look. The Arkham Knight. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. It's all very Bruce Tim, everybody. It's all fan oh, art. I wish that uh, Ben series had a just like cultural detail. It's like. Muscled. Well, yeah, the fucking shoulders on Batman in this Arkham game is crazy. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, that's Mr. Freeze. Yeah, well, like they never put Jason in that show, so they could go through with it. What? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and we've derailed. Again. No, that's, that's fine. I thought this would have taken longer to read. Oh. Um, so obviously, we're going to do part two next episode. We recommend this book wholeheartedly. Particularly um, if you're just getting in. Sometimes the plot's a little bit wonky. Like, we are watching 13 issues of Bruce not figure shit out. You know, some of the art's a little bit samey, but when, you, when you're kicking things off and you haven't read a bunch of stuff that 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 you're getting picky about that shit it's a it's a great starting point definitely pick it up if you can find it in the complete edition not that volume one two shit get just go for it if you can find it somewhere yeah. just pick it up it's give it a shot good tasting platter yeah it's a good it's just a sample of fucking everybody crypto's in it okay um alright well that's all the time we have for today's lesson um as always if you aren't already subscribed hit the subscribe button it's not hard um, it helps us out a lot, um, and it would help us out if you gave us an iTunes review on a scale of four to five stars. Somewhere in between there would be good. Um, and go ahead and follow us on on Twitter at Wayward underscore Nerds or on the Facebook at the School for Wayward Nerds. Um, today we've been taught real good by Meg. Yeah. Try. What? Kyle, our producer. I do a teach. Yeah, you do a teach. And I've been David Apollo. This has been the School for Wayward Nerds. Class is now dismissed. <laughs>